Hello there. You are so different than your friend was. Oh, the thing gnawing on the bone in the background is just the dog. Don't pay attention. Although you have more spirits than he did. That twinkle in your eye, that glow of creativity behind the glazy look. Your brain shall taste delicious. I had to come down here, unfortunately. I left your companion's empty shell up there. But um, I'm hiding down here with you. <laughs> As Elodie has no doubt found the body already. They'll suspect something has happened to me, to everyone here. And um, when he finds me, I'll tell him I was hiding away from the creature that attacked us. Oh, we don't need to cooperate in our story. I even started the heart theater for you. Huh? Oh, that's right. How rude of me. Welcome to Robbie's Dark Corner. I'm going to tell you a tale, just like I told your friend. And you are going to tell me what you think. <laughs> well, not tell me, but I'll be able to know how scared it makes you. Anyway, we might as well jump right into it. Now, what do you know about metal? Are you, are you a smith of some kind? Have you ever done any metal work? Or bought in a sword from the shop or arrows with Tuscan tips? No? Oh, okay. Well, then this story is going to be rather interesting, don't you think? See, metal is, an metal is a curious thing. It protects, it's used for infrastructure, it's used to build, and it's used to create. It is the true essence of creativity, like clay and paint and words, I guess. But metal could be fragile, don't you think? It'd be weird if you were to build a whole city of metal or to build people made of metal or to build appendages made of metal, wouldn't you say? Well, this story, they did just that. You see, a village. No, not a village this time. Let's go with the town. I used village last time. A town. A town with glorious prospects. You see, they had found a mine deep under the ground filled with steel and metal and gems and they had a prosperous year. So prosperous, they decided to rebuild the whole infrastructure of their town with metal, building upon metal rods and hanging their capital right over a cliff with long metal pieces keeping it attached to the side. Now, this place, like I said, was prosperous. People from all over the world came to see 
the metal city. They built metal men to protect them. Um, they called them war forges, and they built metal walls to keep out armies, they used gemstones for magic. This city was truly industrious. So much so that people began to, how do I say this lightly? Began to remove the more fleshy bits from their bodies to replace with this metal and precious gems. And soon the city was less run with tourists and more tourists ran from this place. You see, the people began to look very, very different. They'd cut pieces of their face to replace with metal. They'd replace their eyes with gems. They'd replace their arms with metal, metal fingers and metal joints. And people began to get scared of them. Unlike the Warforge, which are created from metal and given life, these were fleshy beings who chose to alter themselves. And soon, the community became so hermit-like that no one ever visited. It became cut off from the world and this prosperous city just kept growing, growing nothing could stop them from growing. But one day, one day when the moon was high in the sky, a creature the size of a dog emerged from the forest. It had long brass-like antennas and many eyes and it salivated at its mouth as it saw the treasure trove in front of it. It clicked, released hormones into the air and attracted other similar creatures. And seemingly overnight, this metal city with its metal people became overtaken with these beings. Soon, their metal arms began to fall off, to rust. The gates began to collapse. And one day, the capital shook. As the metal rods rusted away and gave way under the weight of this prosperous city. As the rust monsters sent it straight to the bottom of the cliff. Everyone believed that they had perished. The only remnants of the city being the gemstones and the stories of people altering their bodies with metal. And the Warforges, of course, taken in and used for other wars as Warforges are used. Now your players might stumble across the wreckage of the old city. They might find that it's not as quite a legend as they believe. And as they go into the large metal arches and large metal buildings that seem to have continued to grow, they find 
people there. Less people now. More machine. Fleshy bits attached to loose metal pieces rusted away. These people are diseased as the rust seeps into their open wounds. And it's a grotesque sight. Your players will probably try to run away, but they will, some may be captured, some may be fought, but anyone captured will be deemed too fleshy for these metal people. They'll be put on a slab and dissected, pieces taken off them, their bones replaced with metal, and they may begin to enjoy it. There's something to be said about a hard shell like that. And what will your players do? Will they leave the metal city? Or will they stay and join the metal people? Becoming one with the machine. Who knows? I could care less what they do. But it'd be a great time to watch nonetheless. Now, Rust monsters can be found in the player's handbook, but the metal city itself and these machine-like creatures can be altered and used in Tasha's Guide to Everything, where it teaches you how to create your own makeshift creatures and come up with CRs for them. You could also use um, the Ravenloft's Guide. I can never remember the beginning of the name, but... Oh, Van Rickman's Guide to Ravenloft. And you could always use the monster creation there to create these metal people. Warforges are found in the monster manual. And voila, a perfect setting of intrigue and danger. Something to really spice up your player's actual game. But now, don't cry. Just listen to my voice. Because nobody's going to escape Robbie's dark corner. Not even you, not your friend, not Elodine, not Thorn, nobody. Now sit back and let me just get my tentacles in your ear. <laughs> 